Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say this every episode. It's really time to stop reading other people's success stories. And what do I say? Start writing your own. And I always tell people we talk about passion. They talk about gifts. If you have gifts, lead with them. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. The interviews I do on Money Making Conversations can be... If you're a consumer, you can use them. If you're a business owner, you can use them. 40-hour week person, you can use them. Because I give you access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call industry decision makers. It's about their secrets. I ask them to share their journey on my show. And if you get some wisdom out of that journey, then it's been a blessing. And the blessing is I'm able to deliver this show every week, and it's called Money Making Conversations. My next guest is a longtime friend. Her name is Nikki Walton. Nikki is a best-selling and NAACP award-winning nominated author, TV person, Personality, popular podcast host, which we will talk about in detail, licensed psychotherapist, which we will talk about in detail. In 2008, Walton launched CurlyNikki.com, which became the number one natural hair care blog site in the world, reaching millions of women in over 30 countries and influencing the marketing and formulation of products for major beauty brands. In 2021, Walton launched, Nikki that is, Good Mornings with Curly Nikki, a daily morning show to help listeners find peace in chaos and light in darkness. It debated in the top five in spirituality on Apple Podcasts. Nikki Walton is dedicated to helping people find freedom through their natural hair, healthier lifestyle choices, and ultimately through their spiritual enlightenment. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. It's been too long, but finally she has arrived. Nikki Walton. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm so honored to be here. You have a powerful, powerful platform. I absolutely appreciate everything you do to keep us all inspired and pushing for greater, like leveling up, always leveling up. Well, you know, I thank you, thank you. You know, we've, we've known each other for a long time. You know, when Steve and I was at HarperCollins and we was introduced when your first book came out. And, uh, and it, I want to start there. I want to start there because of the, the natural hair care boom, which I like to believe you were in front of. And now it seems to be, you know, we've seen uh, lawsuits. We've seen uh, we've seen corporate structures change. We've seen uh, the military service change their standards. With that being said, let's talk about that journey that started. And it started before 2008, but then you launched your site, CurlyNikki.com, in 2008. So, but a lot of people questioned your journey, your decision, and said, hey, what's wrong with straight hair? You never said there was anything wrong with straight hair or processed hair or permed hair. It just say, why can't I do it naturally? Correct? Exactly. Let's get some healthy options and versatility. I've never been anti-straight hair or anti-weed or even anti-relaxer. I just wanted to show women that they had the option to embrace and work with their texture, which can truly improve your quality of life. I mean, I grew up being afraid to get in a swimming pool. I grew up being afraid to get in a drop top car. I grew up being afraid to go on vacation without a plan for my hair. You know, you can't go to a job interview unless you already know like what I'm going to do with my hair. And when you're trying to figure that out, you're not preparing for the interview itself, right? You're not on your A game. Right. So learning how to work with your hair, learning and like learning how to appreciate it and feel good 
in your own hair frees up some bandwidth to be able to actually succeed and focus on the things that need to. <laughs> so right. it's like it's it completely changes your entire life when your hair isn't the foremost the foremost thought in your mind. Okay, let's listen. You know, I grew up with six sisters. Okay, I'm not saying I'm an authority on anybody's hair, especially my own. I don't even have hair. Okay, <laughs> so you but, did at some point. I'm I, I, I had it. I had it, but I thought I was looking good. I still think I'm looking good without it. So I, we <laughs> you gonna work have with a that. Pro? Did you ever pick it out? Oh, girl, I had it all. I thought I was a baby Michael Jackson because we was the same <laughs> age. So Mike and me, we were going out there grooving together. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I look at the. Uh, what exactly, because I want to really get a clear definition of what natural hair is, because my mom, we know, she would take a curling iron to my sister's hair and straighten it out, okay? Now, is that a natural hair, or, that, or are we saying that that's what straightening is? Yeah, no, that is heat-style natural hair. So okay. that's what I grew up with. We weren't allowed to get perms or relaxers in my household. That was mm-hmm. the decision that we were going to have to make when we, you know, got out the house. Mm-hmm. But heat styling, that's blow dryers, that's hot curlers, that's pressing combs off the stove, that's flat irons. Mm -hmm. You can heat style your natural hair, but if you don't do it carefully and if you do it too much, you can end up damaging your your natural hair and actually cause it to permanently straighten. You have to grow that out or to just get dry and break off, which I dealt with in college when I started playing with heat too much. Right. And now then I'm going to go to my daughter. You know, she was a tennis prodigy, prodigy. And so, you know, wanting to you know, you get it processed, you know, it was quick and easy. And, yeah. uh, and I, I'm not using terminology. I'm not trying to get anybody mad. Not, I'm just speaking Rushan, point of reference, okay? My sisters, my next point of reference is my daughter, okay? <laughs> and I would say that I did the permanent, oh, we had to stop because of the fact that it broke all our hair out, okay? Yeah. But we were doing it because it was convenient. We were doing it because it lasts a certain period of time. I didn't have to be bothered, is that what it is that is that part of the problem of women succumbing? Convenience, convenience uh-huh. is major. That's all of us. But the problem is why? Why is that more convenient? And it's because of the standard, right. the society standard that straight hair is better. So right. it's convenient to get a perm instead of a, a you know get your hair flat iron because mm-hmm. it's going to actually last longer. It might withstand the humidity. If mm-hmm. you get it wet, you know it'll stay straighter. You know versus you having it pressed out. So it's convenient if you're trying to mimic a certain standard of beauty, mm-hmm. but it's less convenient, you know, if you're actually trying to work with the texture, like my hair doesn't grow out of my scalp straight. You know, right. if I worked with the highly textured coils and waves, then it's convenient to do a twist out. You right. know, it's convenient to keep it in twists. It's convenient to do a curly bun. So mm-hmm. it's just like we have to change the way we think about stuff. On the other hand, mm-hmm. natural hair is a lot our hair is amazing and we are, some of us are blessed with great density. Like my daughter, her hair comes, like it goes to her butt. That's how long it is. Mm-hmm. But it's three times as thick as mine. Mm-hmm. And it takes like a whole Saturday. To do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would never let her know that it's a burden. Like as it is, it takes from like 9am until 5pm for the mm-hmm. styling process. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so when I'm doing her hair, it's like, oh, your hair is so gorgeous. Oh my goodness. You have so much hair. So trying to instill in her your hair is beautiful as it is. You don't need to do anything mm-hmm. to be better. <laughs> You're right. already perfect. Now, you was, you was talking about your hair from mm-hmm. 9 to 5, and you in, you empower her with the knowledge that she's beautiful with her natural hair. Now, exactly. that empowerment leads to a lot of adult conversations that you have with women who aren't kids anymore, who may have mm-hmm. kids, who may have been um, pushed in the, in the wrong direction. 
about what beauty is. Because I always tell people this is that what you what you, what you what people think of you can lead you in a lot of different directions. Yes. If people are saying positive things about you, then it can uplift you and motivate you to success. If people drop a knowledge that you have to look a certain way to appeal to a certain lane of success, it also can diminish your success story or opportunity because you feel if you're not looking like that, how can you be successful? Exactly. Now so, it's very, very challenging and you have to find a center within yourself. So that, yes, you receive constructive criticisms, but that you're not on a roller coaster going up and down with people praising you or people putting you down. When I first decided to go natural, my family was not for it. And it wasn't coming from a place of um, hate. It was coming from a place of protection. They wanted to see me have the most you know, opportunities the, to get into the best schools, to get the best jobs. And they honestly didn't think because of the society that we live in, that I would have the opportunity to do that with my hair and looking like this, right. you know? So they were like, no, no, no. We sacrificed so much for you. Just, just wear it straight. Right. And I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I, I respect them and I love them, but I knew that that advice wasn't something that I could take, you know, cause I was come, I was beginning to come into my own and into my self-love And I'm like, if the world can't accept me how I was born, if, you know, this job or this school, this university can't accept this in this package without it, you know, being modified, then I don't need to be there. I'll take it somewhere else and succeed there. And thankfully, you know, I paved a way for myself and other women who look like me to be able to stand in rooms and stand in the light with their hair the way it naturally grows. And if I want to straighten it tomorrow, which I do sometimes, I can do that. And I'll feel just as pretty that way. But now... Thank God I, on, I don't only feel pretty when my hair is straight because I went through that, you know, all through college. I only felt pretty when my hair was straightened. And that's not healthy because that's not what it looks like most of the time. Well, you know, um, it's really interesting because when I'm talking to I'm talking to Nikki Walton, um, founder of the uh, CurlyNikki.com website. And I'd like to say um, movement. Let's let's say CurlyNikki.com movement. Because, ah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> you know, but you know, you have to deal with a lot. Let's let's go and break it down when we talk about natural hair, because natural hair within our black community, okay, mm-hmm. you had to deal with that, you know. And then you Don't had to deal with each other. Right. <laughs> then you have natural hair within the white community, because they really yeah. didn't understand what's wrong with your hair. Why your hair all over the place? Why is it so big? You know. Can I or, touch it? Can I touch it? Right. So how do, were you able to, because that's what they were worried about. You know, you know, as a parent, that's all I worry about my daughter. I was just trying to give her a better life, a better opportunity to not endure the pain and suffering that I endured. And if I can get her there a lot better with some advice, that's all they was doing. But in the process of saying who you want to be, that was your community, your people telling you no. So now you have your community telling you no, and then you know in the real world, like we talked about, the military has changed their laws. You still read about periodically where some athlete or some student has been forced to change the hair. The hair was cut during a wrestling match or a sporting event. Just cut their hair because it was natural, and they perceived that it would be a disadvantage for you to go out there with natural hair. It would get in the way. Now, with all that being said, 2008, we 12, 13 years ago. It was uglier back then. How did you break through the noise? You know, I say it's each individual. So when I would post every single day, Monday through Friday, three times a day on Curly Nikki, I was reaching you know, obviously millions of people. But whenever I'm writing those articles, it's like I'm reaching that 
one person that's on the other side of the screen. And mm-hmm. I know that she is going to be touched and then she's going to take it to her real life network, her real life community. She's going to impact her mother, her sister, her best friend, her cousins. They're going to see her, you know, applying the, the tips and the principles and the love from the inside out, you know, and using these products and getting great results. And her family, her network is going to see it and they're going to be intrigued and they're going to do it. And that was what happened between 2008 and like 2020. <laughs> like right. everything changed and it caught on like wildfire, like wildfire because people can see she's self-confident and it's not just because her hair looks good. Like something has shifted in her from the inside out and hair leads you into that journey. Right. It guides you into that journey. But it's just the beginning of that journey. And the outside world, the people closest into you, they see that change and they're like, I want some of that. And then it just continues to spread out. And so if you're confident in yourself and you go out into the world, people don't have nothing to say to you. Mm -hmm. So when we go into like rooms where there's white people, if you are firm here, they don't have anything to say. They have nothing to say. And if they do, they're not saying it to your face. Right. Let me ask you this, Curly Nikki, of the Nikki movement, the Curly Nikki movement, uh, Nikki Walden. You know, I've, I've seen so many pictures of you traveling, you know, uh, and it was always a journey of like trying to find yourself in my mind, you know, because I tell everybody, you know, in 2016, when I stopped managing Steve Harvey, I had to find myself. I didn't even see myself as being successful because I didn't have a voice of what success was. And so I don't find that as a negative when I say that. Because if you don't have a defined understanding of who you are, then how can you chase success? If you do chase success, it's going to be temporary because confusion is going to set in. And when the mistakes happen that you don't understand how to fix, then failure will become the champion. And so those journeys, and because these journeys are going to lead to your relationships I'm going to be talking about, which is going to lead to your very popular Good Mornings with Nikki, Curly Nikki podcast that's right now in the top five on spirituality on Apple Podcasts. Those journeys. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So I could tell in about 2013, after meeting you, I had hit the bestsellers list with my book with HarperCollins. Um, very successful, you know, have a husband, healthy kid, the house, the bins, mm-hmm. big diamond, traveling all over the world, you know, doing great nonprofit like organization partnerships for content on curlyniki.com. Beautiful, charmed life. Dr. Oz spots. Steve Harvey spot, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with you <laughs> at a bit, real full life. But I wasn't happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, if I can't be happy with all of this stuff and I'm still looking for the next magazine interview, the next TV spot, the right. next this, the next at the bigger diamond, the bigger car, like I'm never going to be happy. And I could feel that emptiness. And so I knew I needed to continue to seek further. And I had already been on a spiritual journey. I've been on one since I was a kid. My parents said I started asking questions at like seven. Mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic and they had no answers for me. And so (laughs) I just decided to start reading again. And I read probably 600 books between 2012 and 2018 Mm -hmm. from all the different world religions, traveled to India, traveled to Spain, traveled to Africa twice, Mm -hmm. you know, and sitting in these different ashrams and temples and churches. And at some point, when I was in Jerusalem, I could, I'm like, no matter where I am, this presence is, this love, there's like an inner exhale, an inner peace. Like right now, if you can, you at home and you too, Rashawn, just like lower your shoulders a little bit Mm -hmm. and like breathe into your stomach and let your stomach, the tension in your stomach go and just kind of like come into your body and come Mm -hmm. into the moment. And it's a different way 
to exist. It's mm-hmm. like being home, being in church, no matter I'm at church, wherever I am, it's like there's everything is holy. So when I noticed that it didn't matter where I was or who I was with, I'm like, it's always here. This happiness, it's natural peace is always right here where I am. And that was freedom for me. And I started reading more specifically about enlightenment and what that meant to different cultures and to different people and different religions. And it all pointed back to the same thing. There's a light that we all have, but most of us are unaware of it. And so then we seek stuff out here, the shiny things out here to try to replace that. But if you can just find that light within your true purpose and the success and all of that unfolds from that light, but you have to be aware of that light here or you'll be distracted and empty looking out here in the world. You know, it's really interesting because uh, my gift is seeing people. For, what, for who they are, what they can be. And, you know, I've seen you a lot. Like we, and we have hung out. I can remember sometimes hanging out at the Neighborhood Awards or the Hoodie Awards, whatever <laughs> time so of our fun. life, backstage. And, and, but I, and, and, you know, even in those periods, I saw a talented person, but I didn't see a voice. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like you, and this is not an insult, you're almost like, you know, you, you, know you have this uh, crowd of people and then this person trying to get into the crowd. That was yep. who I always kind of saw you and I couldn't really figure out why you couldn't be in the crowd, even though you had the statue, you have, you were beautiful, you were articulate, you had a resume, but it almost felt like you were trying to look at me, look at me. I got something to say. I got something to say. Now I see a much more focused person. There have been some changes in your life, but you're more focused about you. And I tell people in order to be successful, you can talk to anybody. A lot of people use the word selfish in a bad way. But at some point in your life, to be successful, it has to be about you. Yeah. And if it's never been about you, then guess what? Confusion sets in and also frustration sets in. And I saw a talented, frustrated person. Why isn't this talented, frustrated person frustrated anymore? <laughs> because I found my message and my passion. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, when you saw me, I was definitely in the light and, mm-hmm. and not in this light, right. but I was in the light, like the world knew who I was as mm-hmm. this figure, this, you know, natural hair public figure. But when I would go on TV for that, it didn't feel completely, I wasn't completely me. Yes. And I still didn't know who me was, like mm-hmm. what that was. Mm-hmm. And so I dug deep, like from the time, the last time I saw you, like 2014, mm-hmm. Until last year, I've been off the map. You know, right. it's, it's been all about, like you said, it's not, you can call it selfish. You know, I call it like being selfless. I needed to get the Nikki ego out yes. of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the part of Nikki that thought she knew where Nikki's life was heading and what Nikki needed to do. And most of that came from what other people thought Nikki should do. Absolutely. You know, like almost all of my desires and wants And the goals were coming from society and from the people closest to me. And even people just kind of on the outside, like in the comment section, like you should do this and you should do this and you should launch that. And like you said, you get confused. You don't know which way to turn. And so when I shut all that out and I went inward and found this, I could see very clearly at times, like I helped black women find freedom Mm -hmm. through raising their natural hair. And now I helped myself find like a deeper, more real, more full freedom through finding this light that we all have. (laughs) No matter who you are, you have it. If you're sitting in it, you're sitting at it. And now I want to help people move into that freedom. 
And it's the only button. I have one switch. No matter what I'm interviewed about, I was being interviewed by like Teen Vogue right. about hair and skin. Right. And it immediately turned, it turns to this. This is the only switch. I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face. I'm here on this earth at mm. this time to present this message of self-love and self with a capital S, not just your human, but yeah. this presence that's beyond your human. Love it. Love it. Now, I would get phone calls, you know, Rashad, you know, all these women showed up. They showed up. They're sitting on pillows and they, they want to hear me speak and they're relaxing. <laughs> you know, and, and, but, but that was that journey. You know, you know, 2014 may be the last time I saw you, but we've been talking. And the yeah, talking that's 2017. Was, that, yeah. that call you're talking about it. Yeah. Tracy was there. Absolutely. And DC, you wanted to go up to New York and he was working out some storylines with Dr. Oz TV show. What can we do with that? But I always felt that and Tracy would go Tracy's about producer for 3015 Media Inc and so she would go and go we show what we're gonna do I said I don't know if she know who she is I say I said I don't I don't get her and I would tell her and Tracy go you don't get her I said no I don't get her okay because it there has to be a certain degree of clarity and now I get you now because I understand there's some because of sometimes yeah I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of times in your life even though I was talking to you, I felt like somebody else was talking through you, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and now when I'm talking to you, I feel like I'm talking to the person that's making the decisions about what you want to be. Not because it's an opportunity, it's what you want to do. Absolutely. And so it's so, what I'm here to do. And I took that advice you gave me back in 2017. You're like, Nikki, you are amazing. You will be successful. You have to get clarity. I can't help you be successful in spirituality until you make some moves in spirituality and step out there and start sharing your message and stop being scared, basically. And so I took that medicine and started just kind of dipping my toe in, you know, and easing in there. And I reached back out after I had jumped in. <laughs> and now you, you jumped know, in. I found, my, I found my voice. Come on now. Good morning. With yeah. Curly Nikki. Come on now. <laughs> Natural hair, spirituality, found yourself. Been stepped on a little bit emotionally. Been been ran over like we're supposed to get run over. I've been run over. Okay. Yeah, pulls you when, into this. It's like when you get ran over, when you get beat up a little bit, you know, <laughs> like it brings you more clarity. And yes. so I'm radically grateful for the lessons, you know, in these last 10 years to just bring me closer to myself, to tell, leave nothing but this love here. So tell us about this amazing podcast that is so fantastic on Apple Podcasts. Yes, now, yes. I'm going to tell you so, this. The word spirituality kind of scares some people. Is she going to be preaching to me? I don't oh. know the Bible that well. Oh, my God. I don't even go to church. What is she doing? She's curly Nikki. I got straight hair. Can I listen to her? I, do, I got perms. Can I listen to her? Tell us about what your... Good mornings with Curly Nikki is all about. And it's welcome to all people. Yes, welcome to everyone. So in twenty in November of 2020, okay. I started doing something different because mm-hmm. I wanted to see something different. So I started waking up and actually getting out of bed at five o'clock in the morning. And I've done that every day since November 28, 2020. I'd meditate, journal, do my yoga all before the kids got up calling my name or I had to be Curly Nikki, or I needed to be a daughter or a sister, I could just be during those two hours. Mm -hmm. And during that time, like somewhere in the last few months, this idea, this clarity came Mm -hmm. that, you know, I share on Instagram every day, but it's words I write, I type many, many words using that platform in a way it's not intended to be used. And I'm like, maybe with all these DMs I'm getting from women and men from all over the world, you know, like my demographic is just expanding and expanding. 
I'm like, maybe there's another platform that I can answer these questions, you know, because I'm only one person because it was getting overwhelming. And so I thought I set this intention to get up before the sun every morning and it's changed my life. And I'm not going to tell people they have to get up before the sun, but I am going to tell them they need to set an intention by getting quiet and spending time with, you can call it God, you can call it love, you can call it the I am. It doesn't need a name because it existed before language did. So whatever right. you want to call it, source, the universe, that, we're going to sit with that every morning for just five to 10 minutes. And then you go into the day, like you said, leading you know, with your, your success or leading with your passions. Yes. They're going to lead with their love, with this light. They're going to go out into the world as light, as love. And it changes their lives and the lives of the people that they bump into along the way. And the feedback has been tremendous. You know, it's already grown greatly. Just it's only, this is, we're moving into week two mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Like word of mouth, you know, cause it's not preaching. It's an easing. It's a, it's a reminding. So you already know this, whoever you are listening to me, you already know that you feel stuck and you feel unhappy. Even right. if you appear to be happy, something's not quite right. And you know, it's not quite right. And you're like, this can't be life. I'm living the same day over and over again. This sucks. That's how everyone feels until they find this. And once you have this, everything else starts to work. Good mornings with Curly Nikki is the podcast, a very popular podcast that you can find on uh, Apple Podcasts, which, you you know, I would tell you, if you, if you're not on Apple, where you at? Okay. Exactly. Got to get on Apple. You know, the Apple (laughs) is is the place to be. I'm on Apple Podcasts. And so... But when I look at different lanes, this is a different lane. Your lane is different from my lane, my money-making conversation. I'm trying to motivate people through entrepreneurship. You're trying to motivate people through spirituality, which would, in some ways, slide into people who want to be entrepreneurs, people who want to find the right person in their life, people who want to graduate from high school, people who want to graduate from college, people who want to meet the right person in their life, people want to be able to get along with their kids. It is such a huge bandwidth of opportunity for you because mine is really a niche. Rich, your is you covering all these bases. How <laughs> confidence do you feel you'd be able to cover all these bases, Nikki Walton? Because I know that there is only this one presence, this one love, and mm-hmm. it is the essence of everything. Mm-hmm. So it is the essence of your health. It's the essence of your wealth. You know, and so if you can get into touch with this and practice it, meaning keeping some attention on it, you have your thoughts. But right next to your thoughts, there's a place inside where you don't have to quiet your thoughts. There's mm-hmm. a place inside that's already quiet. There's a place inside that's already relaxed. There's a place inside that's already meditating. So if you can get into that place, then all of those other areas work. And it just, that's just what it is. <laughs> it's like law and it works beautifully. And I've seen it happen in thousands of women's lives that I've worked with. In my life, I'm living through, absolutely living through. My whole life changed you know, in a matter of like three or four years from the inside out after finding this and then practicing it every day and every moment. She's a nominated author. I first met her on the first book at HarperCollins in the 2013, Better Than the Good Hair. Then the second hair was When Good Hair Goes Bad. Yep. <laughs> and now, Good Mornings with Curly Nikki. CurlyNikki.com is a website where it's worldwide. Over 30 countries, millions of people. Her traffic is amazing. She has a total ownership of CurlyNikki.com now. One of the changes that she's promoting, ownership and controlling your voice. She's not jumping on the outside trying to get in. She is in. 
And when she's inside, she's changing lives. And welcome to the world of being who you are, because we need a responsible individual with a responsible voice being able to show us the light. Thank you, Curly Nikki, for coming on Money Making Conversations. Thank you, thank you. If you want to hear any of our interviews or see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversations.com. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.